Here we go. We are live for another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. We're going to be talking about, you know, maybe another one of our favorite futures bets coming up. But we did have some news basically dropped today. The college football playoff working group is recommending a change to go to 12 team playoffs. It's going to be the sixth highest ranked conference champions, six at large bids. We could see a group of five teams sneak into the college football playoff at this point in time. Eric, I'm wondering, how are you evaluating this from the futures market um, on the national championship title games? Do you think that has an impact maybe on some of these teams uh, with a little bit longer odds in the spot like the SEC? Um, you know, you have Georgia kind of as the second wheel to Alabama, Texas A&M as well. Do you think that provides a little bit more value for some of these teams further on down the list? Yeah, I think, um, you know, what it probably does is it's probably going to you know, make the true favorites have a little bit better of a shot, um, which I think sounds a little bit, um, you know, it, 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 it sounds a little counterintuitive, but, you know, I think if you're one of the truly elite teams, like an Alabama from 2020, a, um, you know, a person from like, let's say, uh, you know, a team from, I don't know, like LSU from 2019, like some people are going to like, I think overestimate the likelihood that they're going to be um, blown, you know, knocked off, but like a second order team from like the sec, let's say Auburn, we've seen them get beat by UCF in the bowls before. So like, there might be a chance where like one of those like truly elite teams ends up facing like a group of five team um, later on because of an early upset. And you could see maybe the cream rise a little bit to the top. Um, it, it would depend upon how the buys sort of work themselves out. But I do think if you had a 12-team playoff where the first few teams had a buy, um, then uh, you know, then I think those buy teams actually have a better chance than they normally would, given that uh, that team you know, there's just a better chance of an upset early on. Yeah, that is interesting because I would have actually I think when I was first seeing the news, I would I was kind of towards kind of gravitating toward the idea that a team that wasn't necessarily going to win their conference championship um, like Georgia, like Texas A&M would potentially uh, pick up a little bit of value in the futures market just based on the fact that they have a much better shot at getting into the 12-team playoff. But I do like what you said. Uh, right now, the idea floating around is basically that the top four teams would all have a buy. Um, so it's kind of, you know, a, in a certain way, kind of a play-in game. You still do want one of those top four spots um, if you get there, you're going to have a pretty distinct advantage over the eight teams that fall beneath you. But um, in saying that, there's still a viable path for everyone to get in. So I am excited for it. I do think that it is a much better uh, outlook in general than what they have currently structured. So I'm all for um, you know seeing some more teams play at the end of the year, not necessarily having as many bowl games. I do think that that's going to be a win for college football in general, which I would definitely be excited for. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. See- I mean, obviously, more bowl games, the better. I do think there's an opportunity unfortunately for those games to be meaning more meaningless during the regular season for some of the true blue bloods. Um, but they're going to matter infinitely more for the teams like coastal Carolina and teams like BYU, uh, and so on and so forth. So, um, absolutely. Um, what do you think as far as this coming season, who's got a chance, uh, Ben, uh, to sort of sneak in there, um, sneak in there and, and, and give, you know, uh, essentially give them you know sort of a chance with this new format if it were to be instituted this year i know it's like a sort of a thought experiment um but who would you think have would have a good chance this season 
PFF is always looking out for you, partnering with some of the best opportunities in the sports betting landscape. Um, my favorite here has been Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L. They're basically the stock market for sports. They allow you to trade sports teams uh, like the stock market. You can earn cash payouts when your team wins. Um, it's kind of been this interesting blend between the stock market um, and a way to actually invest and profit off of your favorite teams. Free NFL free agencies obviously uh, changed some things in the symbol markets. Some teams have risen. Obviously, the Washington football team uh, with the signing of Ryan Fitzpatrick have been on the move um, from a simple perspective, but there are some undervalued teams that I still think are going to make some splashes here uh, post-free agency coming up on the draft. Teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously going to have Trevor Lawrence, but they're a team that had you know a pretty productive free agency as well. So I do think it's a spot where you definitely want to get involved in that stock market uh, game. Use promo code PFF if you deposit $10 at Symbol. Um, you're going to earn a free PFF annual subscription. That's po- promo code PFF with a $10 deposit. Symbol.com going to get you a free annual subscription. Check out PFF's podcast network, which covers everything NFL, college, and fantasy football. You can recap the NFL draft with Mike Renner and Austin Gales, two for one draft podcast. Check out Ian Hartitz fantasy football podcast and get a leg up on your league or get all the 2021 betting content you need with the pff forecast DraftKings sportsbook has given you a chance to lower the over under on a featured playoff basketball game all players who place a bet on that featured basketball game will have a hand in lowering the over under on that game every 1500 players who bet on the over for a selected game that total will drop by one point DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw with your funds at your convenience at any time. You can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to hammer that over. For every 1,500 people who bet that over in the feature game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is going to be a team effort. Hammer that over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code PFF for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Max bet $25, one wager per customer. Offer ends May 23rd, 2021. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yeah, I mean, I really like some of the ideas, you know, I discussed earlier, but like a North Carolina, Iowa State, teams that aren't necessarily favored to win their conference. Of course, we have Oklahoma in the top four, Clemson, basically a top two team at this point in time. But I do think if Iowa State, North Carolina, teams that we think have really good quarterbacks already, if they get in, they could win a play. They could win a play in game and play one of those top four teams um, and, you know, potentially beat them in a few simulated games and potentially, you know, come away playing for a national championship. So I do kind of like uh, teams that I still think have really good quarterback play, uh, but don't necessarily have uh, what it takes to probably land in the top four. So those would kind of be the teams that I gravitate toward, uh, you know, Iowa state, North Carolina, maybe Texas to some extent. I do think that, you know, the quarterback prospect they have coming out is a lot of people are really high on, but um, I don't know. I'm not really inclined to fade Spencer Rattler, number one, over, assume number one overall draft pick at this point in time, but there are a number of good quarterbacks 
uh, coming up here. So I have to go back to the wall. I do think it's going to be USC, Keaton Slovis, um, you know, another viable candidate. I do think the Pac-12 winner will probably get into the, if there is, uh, you know, a 12-team playoff system. So that's another team that I kind of like. So I would definitely be gravitating toward the teams that have established true quarterbacks if you're looking at some of these futures markets. But um, we will see. So we have basically locked in every week on the PFF Daily Band podcast one bet that we absolutely love. So far, we have hit on the Las Vegas Raiders over 6.5, minus 150 uh, on their win total. That was at Pinnacle. They're now up to uh, seven wins, minus 115 to the over. They did briefly touch 7.5 win total, uh, so the market bought them down just a little bit more. They're a team that our simulation really likes. I do think that there might still be just a little bit of value on over seven if you get it at a minus 110 price. We also have Saints under minus, Saints under nine. That has moved to minus 125 to the under. So we did pick up a little bit of price movement on that. We have USC to win the Pac-12 plus 400. I think if you're going to play them, I do uh, prefer the Pac-12 bet as opposed to, you know, chasing some national championship futures at plus 5,000. But uh, that depends on your risk tolerance at this point in time. We will see in the last week, we went a little bit off the radar. Kent State over five plus 120. Uh, that over is now down to plus 110. So again, we did pick up a little bit of price movement on that number. Um, but we'll see how that gravitates towards the season. I do think that Kent State is probably one of my favorite bets that we have made all off season. But we are back. PFF Daily Bet Podcast. We have another one for you. And thankfully... This one will actually pay out before December. Uh, it should be paying out here in week one. We have heard some reports about how good Justin Fields has looked. Eric, do you think there's a viable play to be made at Justin Fields plus 200 to be the Bears starting quarterback in week one? Yeah, I mean, break even there is 33%. We've already heard uh, you know, great things about him, his mentality, his ability to throw the football. Our uh, intern, Tej Seth, uh, wrote an article about how accurate he was, the most accurate quarterback we've ever charted. Um, using complete percentage above expectation. Like, we're talking about a legitimate candidate here um, to be a quarterback in the NFL and one that, uh, you know, the Bears are proud of, the first quarterback they've been proud of for forever. Um, and, you know, again, one in three chance. I mean, Andy Dalton could get injured in the preseason and, and he would have right. to start. Um, but there's going to be, there always is a groundswell to play these young guys right away. Um, and even guys who are not anointed right away end up, you know, playing. I remember Derek, uh, you know, uh, Matt Shaw being the Oakland Raiders starting quarterback in the preseason game against the Vikings before De Derek Carr took over. I remember, you know, uh, you know, a number of these guys, they end up taking over relatively quickly, um, even if they're, they're not sort of anointed right away. So yeah, go ahead and give me Justin Fields plus 200. Obviously it's a plus price prop pop. So you like it. It's not, it's not a lock like, uh, you know, like, uh, Zach Wilson is or like Trevor Lawrence is. Um, but you're getting a better payout as a result. So go ahead and give that to me. Uh, Justin Field, plus 200 to be the Bears starter week one. Yeah, I mean, I love it basically at this point, right? We are seeing, you know, a lot of varying reports, kind of trying to read some of the tea leaves of things that are coming out of the mini camps. Um, and like, but what we're hearing about Justin Fields, I think I'm putting a little bit more stock than what I'm hearing you know, outside of other camps, I do think when you have, you know, a guy like Darnell Mooney, who's saying how well he has been performing in camp, saying he's bringing out a smile on Mooney's face as he's cutting it out of his route from how perfect the ball is. I put a little bit more stock in what the, you know, wide receiver evaluation is of that quarterback than, you know, a beat writer reporting on the team that basically has to say all positive things at this point in time. So I'm definitely buying into it. And I kind of like what you touched on as well. Uh, the Bears coaching 
Staff uh, does have a situation where they almost probably have to play him right away, right? Like Matt Nagy, a little bit on the hot seat. Um, things could be, you know, really painful for him if they start off 0-2 with Andy Dalton as a starter after they moved up to draft Justin Fields. So I think, um, you know, they might be putting on a poker face right now. We might even see that poker face maintained throughout the preseason. But I think when week one comes, we're definitely going to have Justin Fields as a starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. So I think uh, we should see this number at least gravitate more toward, you know, a 50% break-even probability with Andy Dalton. Um, we might not get there at this point. So I'll definitely lock in the plus 200 uh, before it moves significantly in that direction. So we will see. Is there is there any other markets that are popping up to you, Eric? Have you been involved in any of the symbol bets or anything like that? I know I bought some stock basically um, a few weeks ago, and I got a little bit lucky. But the Tennessee Titans uh, and they've you know basically moved up almost twenty five percent on a return on investment from that market. I think in general over the past two weeks, uh, the market has kind of exploded a little bit. I think all teams, if you take them as a package deal, will be up fifteen percent ROI just in the past two weeks. Uh, what are some teams that you are kind of still finding value on, or maybe you're uh, cashing in uh, and moving shares to some other spots? If you have any ideas yeah. on the symbol market, yeah, I probably should have cashed in the list past week with my first, I think, losing week. The high, high I got um, there, I've lost a little bit this week. I don't know where that's coming from, but I'm up 63% overall, which is pretty good. I have shares. I said this on the forecast. I have uh, two shares of Broncos, three shares of Cowboys, two shares of Falcons and Jets. Um, Falcons, I think, might be the where people are selling a little bit. I have one of the Vikings, Giants, Panthers, football team, and Niners as well. Um, I, you know, if, I, I'm probably going to buy you know, hold here on all of them. I don't think there's anybody. Maybe Denver is a team where you know we thought maybe Aaron Rodgers was going to go. That seems less likely now. Uh, I think the markets are sort of starting to move towards the idea that he'll either play for no one or play for the Packers. Um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I think that's a great opportunity. I know when when George and I did the PFF forecast on the the positive things and positive bets to make, I thought Symbol was a great place for for teams that I'm not quite high on this year, but are going to win some games. Obviously, you get your little dividend, uh, and you can go in sort of long term and not have to necessarily bet them for a particular outcome this year. So that 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 is a good place to go, and and I think that that's a uh, a nice thing to highlight there. Um, as far as other markets are concerned, like I'm waiting a little bit here. Um, you know, when I look at, um, you know, and th- this this might just be me sort of like reeling from, you know, the uh, the article I wrote and everybody uh, cursing me up and down. But I do think when you look at, um, you know, teams like, you know, th- you look at the NFC West and you look at, you know, the fact that the Niners and the Rams are plus 185, uh, plus 190 in the case of the Rams. Seahawks are going down to plus 275. Plus 300 was, the I thought, the best bet on the board in the divisional markets. Um, I still like them all the way down to plus 250 or so. I think the Seahawks have a chance to win that division. And if I'm looking at a team like San Francisco, um, you know, under 10.5 is minus 130. I, I think that's bettable. Um, you look at the Rams as well. Like those two guys, I think are are getting you know under under ten and a half for the Rams is minus one twenty five. I think both of those teams are getting a little bit too much love right now, um, you know, in the marketplace uh, preseason, given the uncertainty there at the quarterback position as well uh, as um, as well as sort of just like around the rest of the roster. Yeah, I definitely like that. I've been kind of uh, on board with Seattle basically all offseason. I feel like I've been kind of on an island a little bit with them. Um, but I do think even at plus 275, 
to win the NFC West. That is the best play. Um, I'm not fully buying into the Matthew Stafford hype out for LA and uh, planning, you know, for the Rams basically. I don't really think that that's going to be as smooth of a transition as people are giving credit for at this point in time. So I do think, like you said, both the Rams and 49ers are a bit overvalued. And I'm willing to uh, side with what I think is the best quarterback in that division in Russell Wilson. Uh, I know people were, you know, pretty high on them early to start the season, let a lot of people down uh, toward the playoffs. But I do think that they're going to respond. I think we're going to see, you know, the Seattle Seahawks probably jump out to an early lead, early lead in the NFC West and uh, potentially run the table at this point in time, uh, win that division, um, you know, and finish high up on the on the chart. So let's see. We went through, um, got a number of good bets, some symbol talk as well. I do like what you said basically about the Jaguars. Uh, Bengals, I do think some of those teams with starting young quarterbacks uh, could potentially pay off in future years on the Symbol market. So if you're looking for a little bit longer time frame, make sure you check out Symbol.app. Uh, it's a great website to get some shares going on. You get the dividend price, a lot of things uh, trending right in that market. But from Ben Brown, this was joined by Eric Eager. This was the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Mm-hmm.